there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 29 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. I'm really excited to share with you a very simple practice that I use when I am feeling like I cannot receive intuitive guidance or that I'm not getting the answers that I am searching for. I'm going to share with you three simple tools and different ways that I use this one practice. And it's such a simple practice. I haven't mentioned it really briefly in previous podcast episodes, but I really felt like it needed its own episode because it is such a simple but such a powerful tool, especially if you're questioning it and especially if you are really wanting some guidance around something and you just don't feel like you're getting it. Sometimes the, the very first step is actually to kind of realize that sometimes the guidance we're receiving is not actually what we want. Sometimes our ego wants something to happen a certain way or wants the answer to be something specific. But if it's not that answer, sometimes it's actually letting go and just actually starting to really pay attention to the information that is coming to you. But these three simple steps will give you some really basic tools to allow yourself to really let that information drop in. So the whole backdrop of today's episode is all about this one practice and it's so simple and it is asking. So if you are finding that you're on your intuitive journey and maybe you're, maybe you're at the beginning and you haven't really received much guidance from your intuition, maybe you've been practicing for a while or a long time and you've hit this space where you just don't feel like you are receiving the guidance, maybe you're feeling really blocked or maybe you're stressed about something or maybe you're trying to make a really big decision and you just cannot let the information drop in. Asking is such a simple practice and it is so powerful because sometimes we're just expecting the information just to drop in. But if that's not happening, then maybe we haven't opened up a conversation with our higher self yet, or maybe we haven't taken that step to talk to the universe or talk to God or whatever it is that we believe that higher energy to be that we are all a part of. So this is something that I personally do. There's three ways that I do it. The very first way is that I ask and when I ask, I do it from a place of gratitude and thanking the universe and my higher self, because when you do that, it's your way of saying that you believe the information is already coming through and it's already there. So you're doing it from a place of knowing that you're going to receive it. So I will say, thank you universe for some guidance around X, Y, Z. Or if I'm just after some guidance in general, I will say thank you universe or my soul or my higher self for this guidance for my highest good. Because sometimes the highest good can be a really great way to ask. Sometimes you might want some guidance for a physical injury or maybe you're overthinking and stressing or maybe you're feeling super emotional at the moment or maybe something is happening in your life and you're wanting some guidance around it and you just... Um, 
and you're just not really feeling like you know specifically what you actually need if you say to the universe or your higher self thank you for this guidance for my highest good you're covering all bases so when you say highest good you're covering your mental your emotional your energetic and your physical so you'll receive the guidance for your highest good for all of those because sometimes say if you want some guidance for you might be getting headaches you might be saying thank you for some guidance for my headaches your headaches could be coming from so many different sources. We know there's so many different ways that they can physically be coming to you. Could be posture, could be not eating the right foods, could be lack of water, could be lack of sleep, could be so many different things. But there also could be something emotionally or energetic behind it. And if you just say thank you for some guidance for my headache, you might be missing out on, you're sort of really only focusing on the physical arena when the information may need to come for you about the emotional or the energetic arena. So when you say my highest good, you are covering all bases. So I always say, thank you for my highest good. And the first way I practice asking and receiving is through meditating. And there's this beautiful saying that I love is that when you pray, you are asking. And when you meditate, that's your space to receive. So if I feel like I'm stuck with something, I will often ask. And from that place of saying thank you and gratitude, and then I will do some meditation. And I love to do Son Essence meditation. Her meditation is absolutely divine. My favorite one is Luminous. And I always find that one just allows me to drop out of my mind and into my heart and my energy and, and receive the guidance that's coming through. So that's my first favorite way to receive after asking. The second one is using Oracle cards. And Oracle cards, I have used these for years now and I absolutely love them and I'm always blown away by the guidance that I receive from my cards. So basically the way that I believe Oracle cards work is while you are shuffling those cards, you are essentially infusing your energy into those cards and the energy and your higher self all connects and you will know when to stop shuffling because your energy will tell you something inside will say stop. You might be either muscle testing or you might just feel, oh, I have to stop now. Or a card might actually go flying out of the deck. When cards go flying out of the deck, please don't just put them back in, turn them over. They are your cards. They're jumping out for a reason. But as you are shuffling, you're infusing your energy in. And then whatever you need for your highest good or for the question that you are asking, the card that you turn over will be guiding you with some sort of information or wisdom that that you actually need for the question that you're asking or for your highest good in that moment. So with Oracle cards, when you turn it over, if it makes sense, amazing. That's so awesome. You can receive that guidance and you can action it or you could do what you need to do with it. If you turn a card over and you're like, oh, I, really, I don't feel like I need that right now. It doesn't make any sense to me. Please don't put it back in the deck. <laughs> I used to do this years ago when I was trying to control the outcome of my information that was coming through. And I used to, if I received a card, I was like, oh, I don't really resonate with that right now. Well, it's not what I want to hear. That's my ego coming in. I'd actually put the card back and keep shuffling until I got one that I liked. <laughs> this isn't necessarily the best thing for your highest good. Often when you turn a card over that doesn't make any sense to you, it's because the lesson hasn't dropped in yet and you haven't aligned with it. And you just need a little bit of time for that lesson to drop in and hit you. So what I do now is if I ever turn a card over and I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like it makes sense to me right now. I will literally leave the card there on my bedside table. I have a deck sitting in the kitchen. Um, I've got like a little altar set up in our kitchen in our family area. And I'll leave the card there and I'll read it every day or a couple of times a day until it makes sense. And more often than not, that 
lesson or the guidance within my life will drop in within the couple of days. Um, and sometimes you might pull up the same card repeatedly. And that's just because you clearly just need really to let that lesson integrate into your life. So that lesson might be something you need to do. It might be something you need to action within your life and might even be something that you need to eliminate from your life. And until you take that action, that card will probably keep coming back to you. So yeah, Oracle cards are one of my favorite ways. If I'm feeling a bit blocked in my intuition or I'm just feeling like I can't, I'm not connecting because that still happens now, even though this is one of my you know main practices and I teach it, there are absolutely times when I get blocked. There are times when I desperately want an answer and I'm just struggling to surrender. So I find the cards such a beautiful way to take myself out of my head and just get into that beautiful soul and heart space and receive that guidance. So that's the second way that I love to use the ask and receive method. The third way is to ask my higher self, ask my pa, ask my angels, ask just universal energy and my higher self for a sign. So I will say, I remember when I was actually pregnant with my daughter, with each of my kids, I've known what sex they were going to be. So with my son, I knew when I was pregnant with him that he was going to be a boy. About six, oh no, about 12 months before I got pregnant with my daughter, I knew my next baby was going to be a girl. And then just after I had my daughter, I knew that if we were going to have a third baby, I knew straight away, if we were going to have a third, it's going to be a boy. I just, they came to me so vividly and so strongly through feelings and just, just these knowings and these visualizations in my mind. So I knew what they were going to be, but I still like to test it and play with it. So when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was driving to work um, one day and whenever we had any scans, we would ask the sonographers not to tell us what the sex was um, sort of in the early stages because we just wanted to sort of sit with it and feel it ourselves. But then we did find out because we were so curious to see if we were right <laughs> before, before I gave birth to my babies. So I was driving to work one day and I said, all right, pa, because my, my pa passed over just before my eldest passed away. And he's been very present in my life energetically and spiritually ever since. So I said, all right, Pa, if I'm having a boy, show me a sign. And I would get absolutely nothing. My Pa comes to me in rainbows. So whenever I talk to him and I receive guidance from him, or he wants me to know that he's around and supporting me, I see rainbows. And in the most, the most obscure places where you would not normally see rainbows, where you think light could not get in there, light gets in. <laughs> so I said to him, thanks, Pa, for showing me a sign if my baby that I'm carrying out is a boy. I got absolutely nothing the whole way to work. And then the next time I was driving to work, I was like, okay, show me a sign if I'm having a girl. Literally every single sign on the side of the road on the way to work that day lit up with a rainbow. It was phenomenal, like the biggest, brightest rainbows you could possibly see in signs. So that is one way that I love to play with this ask and receive method because there are signs everywhere. Signs will come to you in the conversations you have with people. Signs will come to you in the magazine that you flip open and what the words that your eyes land on. Signs will come to you in the song that comes on on the radio. So signs will just come in so many ways. I'm getting goosebumps when I'm talking about this because if we can keep our eyes out and just, just be curiously aware of what is happening around us, the signs are there. We don't need to go searching for them really like in a... Um, in a controlling kind of way. We just need to kind of be subtly aware of what's happening around us and let yourself connect the dots too. So when you see the signs, connect the dots and recognize that that's a sign for you and acknowledge it. Whenever I receive a sign, I always say if I'm 
communicating with my pa. I'm always like, oh, thanks for that sign, pa, because I want him to know that I've acknowledged it. Or I'll say, thank you, universe, for that sign. Or um, if I'm walking out the door and I'm reminded of something I forgot, I always say, thank you for reminding me. So I feel like when you say thank you and when you show gratitude for having received that sign, it kind of just strengthens your trust and it allows you to receive more signs. It allows the universe to give you more signs and your higher self to give you more signs and your angelic support team or maybe people who are passed over on the other side that are still connected with you and are still communicating with you. It allows them to give you those signs more easily because they know you're receiving them. So that's one of my absolute favorite ways. So those three ways I use, I use them all the time. I'm using them constantly in my life. Um, just number one, because I like to play with them. I like intuition to be fun. So I like to, you know, I like to see what the Oracle cards have to say every few days. And I love to communicate with my par and with my angels just to allow them to guide me through life. And I love to sit in meditation and receive, receive some guidance. And I do this because I have a very overactive mind. Like so many of us, so many of us, might have an idea drop in and then your mind comes in and throws all these doubts and fears and what is on top of it. Or it could be anything in life. Our mind is so good at throwing doubts and fears on top of things and absolutely confusing us or trying to control it that it's when we actually slow down, it's when we actually tune back in, we ask for some guidance, we thank for that guidance, we let ourselves receive it, make some space to receive the guidance that life feels like it flows so much easier because we're living from that inner space. We're living a soul-led life, which is actually what we're meant to do. We're souls having a human experience and we need to remember that our soul knows everything we need to know. We need to remember to trust within that guidance and we need to also remember to take baby steps as well. So if you have like big, big life questions and things that you want answers to or that you want to seek some guidance for and you're finding yourself so stressed because you can't receive it, start with the little things, start small. But I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I really wanted to share this with you today because I've been feeling like it's been coming up a lot for me. Uh, personally to ask and receive, ask and receive and make that time to receive. And it's one that always comes up um, when I'm teaching workshops or one-on-ones. It's a question that always comes up is when people are struggling to receive, how do I actually do that? And this is a very simple tool. So ask and then allow yourself to receive. And then my three ways just to recap are to meditate, to receive, to use Oracle cards to receive, and then to just keep a curious eye and ear out in my surrounds and in life to receive the guidance and the wisdom coming through. And feel free to add your own. You might have other ways that you love to receive as well. You might find journaling for you or exercising is another one of my favorite ones to receive. Um, But yeah, be curious, have a play around, see what your intuition guides you to in ways of receiving once you have asked. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Please email me when you have an experience. I love hearing your stories. It really does Um, light up my day when I get to hear your stories and I get to be part of your journey because I'm just, as you can hear, so in love with intuition, so in love with this whole soul process. And I also have some exciting news coming up soon in the next couple of episodes. I just want to prep you guys um, for some really super exciting workshops, in-person workshops that I'm going to be taking um, as of next year, as of 2020. So I'm super excited to, yeah, be planning that in the moment Um, right now I'm deep in planning mode for those and they will be launched in the next couple of months and tickets will go on sale before the end of the year. And I'm super excited to be able to bring those to you guys and 
yeah, be able to sit in person with a beautiful group of souls and yeah, bring these to you next year. But I will tell you more in the coming episodes. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journeys together next episode. And remember to email me at info at stephdemetrius.com if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.